Hello. This is a horror TTRPG podcast where we play Delta Greek. So, listener discretion is advised. Also, we had a few technical mishaps where we recorded on the wrong microphone. So, audio quality will improve after the first three episodes. Thank you for bearing with us. Today, Nick goes to camp. Meredith prepares a parent-teacher conference. And Arabella cuts potatoes. This is the Placeholding Podcast. Didn't know if we did an intro here or not. You got you guys won't know if we have an intro. <laughs> It'll be a mystery. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. You'll never find out. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Um, yeah, no. Um so I guess I should introduce myself as the GM, and then when I throw you it to the characters, you guys can introduce yourselves and the characters. Does that work? That's fine. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm Mac and I'm the GM. That That's an introduction. Um, <laughs> speaking of introductions, uh, we're going to introduce you to the uh, place we'll be starting in. Uh, this is a bit of a prologue, not necessarily where we will end up in a few sessions, but uh, to set the tone, as it were. The city is Horn Falls, named for a fall that's about 30 miles outside of the city. It's only called a city by the surrounding towns around it, uh, because the towns may have the Walmart, but you guys have a Best Buy and a mall. And that makes you a city to these people in flyover country. The city is trying to grow to be a proper city, and they've just installed a new airport. But so far, rather than bringing in business and travel, it's mostly brought noise complaints. However, we do have a person who is at the airport currently. And I'm going to toss it over to you, Serena. Um, I'm at the airport. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm Serena, I am playing Nick, um, and I am currently at the airport dropping my girlfriend Sophie off. Uh, yes, uh, actually her flight has just left and you are in the process of leaving the airport. Uh, Dealing where, with where's she traffic. going? She's going to visit yes. her family out west. Okay. A um, little bit of a uh, longer flight then, but not too long. Five, six hours or so. Yeah, not too bad. She's done it multiple times. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, it's around noon on a Saturday. What are your plans? Um, I am probably going to head back to the summer camp that I'm working at to finish um, the cleanup and deconstruction of our Halloween-themed camp that we just finished up with. Uh, with this Halloween-themed camp, what was the theme? Uh, werewolves, vampires? I, think it was I imagine a, it's something woods-based. Yeah, it was um, Sleepy Hollow, so very Ichabod Crane, uh, Midnight Rider kind of thing. Um, lots of kids didn't necessarily get the reference because it's a little bit older than them, but they had fun with it anyway because it's summer camp. You're always going to have fun. Yeah, a thousand percent. Um, what do you do there as the... Uh, LARP camp counselor? I'm just one counselor of many, so just run a, a camp cabin, um, make sure all the kids are getting to their activities, having a good time, learning how to fight each other with foam swords, um, all the works. Uh, yeah, so you find yourself driving away from the airport. The sounds of flights taking off echo 
uh, around you, and you uh, drive off to the camp. How far out is the camp from the city? Oh, it's a solid, like... again, in quotations. Yeah, probably about an hour's drive. An hour's drive out. So, probably just past uh, Horn Falls themselves. Uh, yeah, it's it's nearby there, but not not too far away. Yeah, once it used to be held a lot closer to there, but some kids went over the falls, and so you moved it a distance away so that wouldn't happen again. Uh, so yeah, uh, you're making your way out to the city or out to the uh, camp. Anywhere you need to stop before you head out there? Uh, anyone you're meeting out there? I don't think so. I imagine, you know, I probably have some coworkers as well who are going to be joining in for, like, the weekend takedown of the camp. It's not necessarily, like, a mandatory thing that everybody joins in for, but um, it's some extra hours. So I bet I'm meeting some coworkers at the time. Okay. Uh, so you're going to be driving out there for an hour. Uh, you don't need a pick up anything to take down any of the stuff that you had set up for it. I, I imagine you had like headless bodies and, and stuff up at the camp itself. Um, yeah, I bet everything is, is pretty much at camp. Um, all the tools and stuff we've had there all summer. Do you guys do horse stuff up there? Yeah, we had some um, equestrian activities there. Um there's definitely a couple horses, but I don't necessarily manage the horses too closely. No, that that would be uh, James, who who takes care of the horses, uh, who, you know, already took them down. There's no way he's leaving them up there for a week. Uh, so, so already drove them back. But uh, last you heard, he was going to be up there as well uh, to, to help take down the uh, rest of the the stuff around, but it does sound like it might just be you two. Uh, everyone else seems to have already done their work during the week. Got it. Yeah. Uh, and so we pan out from you driving away from the airport, uh, dropping off your uh, girlfriend to go to the camp, and we lift up to see you drive off into the distance and churn to the school that is nearby. Uh, and for this, we're going to toss to Evie. Hi, I'm... Hi, Evie. Hi. Uh, I'm Eve. I'm playing Meredith, um, kindergarten teacher. And why the hell am I at work on a Saturday? That is the million-dollar question, isn't it? There is a kid that you were there for uh, to have a parent-teacher meeting, and you were also using this time as overtime to take down the Halloween decorations and replace them with the Thanksgiving ones. Uh, it's currently uh, 12.30. Meeting was supposed to start at noon, but... You're giving some leeway. What are you uh, doing in the, in the meantime while you pass time? Um, yeah, mostly just throwing away um, the kids who didn't take their jack-o'-lanterns home, getting rid of those before they go mushy in the classroom. Um, every now and then, just taking my phone out of my pocket, scrolling Reddit. Um, <laughs> standard stuff, really. Uh, what are you browsing on Reddit? Um, well, with, uh, with Halloween just gone, there's been a lot more sort of, uh, posts about, uh, paranormal sightings and UFO sightings and stuff. So, um, just seeing, uh, who's trying to put, put forth evidence on some of my favorite subreddits there, uh, and, trying to prove them wrong <laughs> uh r slash uh monster men that's probably not <laughs> to actually look up don't look that up uh, <laughs> uh 
Uh, I'm trying to think of what would be paranormal monster Halloween's. And, you know, everything I can think of is definitely not appropriate. So, uh... <laughs> I like ghouls. Um, ghouls? Yeah, r slash ghouls, maybe. That that might be one. R slash evil weevils. There you go. R slash evil weevils. Um, there is a post that catches your eye. Um, and it describes people who are walking amongst nature um, who don't seem to disturb the wildlife around them to the point where the wildlife takes no notice of them. They've, they've been seen walking directly past deer and not acknowledging each other. Um, a lot of the commenters are commenting that this is clearly proof that these are lizard men, uh, reptilians in human skin, uh, which is why the animals don't recognize them as human. Uh, what do they know? It's clearly Wendigos. Clearly, clearly. Uh, what does seem to be odd is that they are well-kempt and dressed. It looks... It, they don't look like uh, wild folk, if you excuse the term. Uh, looks like they were just plucked out of regular towns and cities and just walking in the woods. As you are browsing these subreddits, uh, you get a couple of responses, a reply to... Uh, some that you had posted earlier. Um, why don't you tell us about this conspiracy theory? And then we will uh, talk about what the response to it was. Um, okay. Uh, so the idea was that um, the, the birds um, are actually... You know, everyone knows that birds have been used for years to implant um, sub subliminal messaging into people. That's proven fact. But now um, there has been sort of more evidence presented that birds don't actually migrate and actually they are rounded up en masse and um, pulled into essentially retraining centres. And um, it was it was a post that um, was calling for people who might know where these training centers are, if they've seen the birds being rounded up, um, to come forward anonymously and present their evidence. That's what the post started as. Um, but as every part of this... Uh, <clears throat> MK Omega conspiracy theory, as it were, uh, plays into. Uh, it always boils down to Corvids and how they are bribed to pass along these messages and why parrots are incapable of doing this MK Omega. It started with, oh, yeah, we saw these birds disappear, uh, couldn't find where they were released from, uh, but we saw an increase of corvids in this area, and so we believe that this is where it's centered around. Um, but, of course, the second you bring up corvids, it, it gets into, no, the parrots are actually on the side of also brainwashing us and other people being like, no, they're not, because some people think they're too dumb. Some people think that they just can't be bribed like Corvids are. And that's what this person is positing to you, is that the parrots know what's going on, but they're on our side because there's nothing to bribe them with. This is an audio format. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't think there's 
a respectful way to say that they're wrong. Um, it's Reddit. You don't need to be respectful. <laughs> yes, you do. Manners cost nothing. It's what we teach the kindergartners. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'd probably stop, stop what I'm doing at that point and just sort of start pulling up various, um, like wildlife pages, Wikipedia articles, other, um, Reddit posts and just compile this argument on why, no, parrots are actually just dumb you know, they only have the mental capabilities of a young toddler. Um, they are much too needy to be sort of motivated beyond that. And um, it would sort of just, it would devolve, I think, into... As you are pulling all of this information, uh, I imagine you're browsing it on your phone, right? Absolutely. Like, fiercely trying to do this on your phone. Uh in the middle of pulling all this information, you get a phone call from uh, a number you don't recognize immediately, but you do eventually remember uh, that this is uh, Mikey's uh, home phone. Mikey is the kid who you were supposed to meet today. Uh, and when calling you, causes you to lose your place and lose the draft that you're trying to do because when reddit closes you try to open it back up and the entire message is gone <laughs> we'll bite down on that curse and just answer the phone miss <clears throat> uh, m mikey hi uh my parents aren't home yet i know we were supposed to meet at noon um, I'm very sorry. That's... That's all right, sweetheart. Do you... How long have you been... How long have you been at home by yourself? Uh, well, when I woke up, uh, Mom was leaving. Uh, I haven't seen Dad Um, okay. Would you like me to come by and bring you some breakfast? Uh, they, they said no one's allowed over. Okay. Well, thank you for calling me. You did the right thing, okay? Oh, no, I, I have a message. Uh, uh... Dad called, said he'd be home in another hour, and then and then we'll go to the school. Okay. Okay, that's that's really really great remembering. Well done, you've done a great job. Thank you. Okay, bye. And hangs up before you have a chance <laughs> to respond. Now that their task was done. CPS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're working on it. We're, we're getting the groundwork in there. Uh, make sure we have all the paperwork. Um, and you find yourself stuck at the school for at least another hour. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to lift up just a smash cut to uh, excuse me uh, to a grocery store. Um, you'd find this kind of grocery store all over the country. Uh, Albertsons, Harmon, Smiths, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Rachel, before we introduce your character, what's the name of this store? <laughs> I have identified this one as an Albertsons, but it can be whatever regional equivalent That's... the audience desires. Sure. No, funny story about you uh, picking Albertsons is I really thought that was like a Mormon country store. Like, no, that because, is like, somehow present in Florida as well. 
Okay, yeah. When you used that as your touch point, I was like, oh, oh, damn, they made it out there. Okay. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Albertsons works because I doubt they're going to sue us for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They're probably a dying company anyways. Now they can just sue me for slander as well. Yeah, but you never know with these types of stores. We had one called Harmon's, uh, and it was absolutely going to die. And then suddenly they did like a ton of upscale stuff where they were basically like the Whole Foods of like family name grocery stores. And now suddenly they're doing really well. So there you go. Never know. Good for you, yeah. Harmon's. They sell sushi. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Anyways, what are you doing there? <laughs> Um, hi, my name is Rachel. I will be playing Arabella. Um, so Arabella is essentially, you know how places like this, they grab food for where when you're lazy or busy and kind of like the sushi in question, you can just run in and grab something and go. So um, <clears throat> she's cutting up potatoes for a lovely little potato salad, um, which is a wonderfully underrated side dish but takes a lot of potatoes to make it bulk so um you know we got the headphones in we got the podcast going and the potato chopping is happening uh at risk of turning off everyone listening to this to go listen to something else what's the podcast (laughs) (laughs) that's an excellent question um i think you know I think Arabella is one of those who, what does Arabella listen to? I think she likes, uh, probably, ooh, I got a good one. So there's this podcast that debunks a bunch of health and wellness fads. Um, and since Arabella is, you know, into food and cooking and dreams of being a chef and a lot of the politics around that will sometimes be like, oh, we got to use like apple cider vinegar in this because it'll make people want to buy it. And, you know, being aware of all of the scams and stuff that's just, you know, marketing, I think she finds very interesting. All right. No, uh, that's wonderful. Uh, what what do you do here at Albertsons? You mentioned wanting to be a, a cook and wanting to be a chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your what's your official title here? <laughs> okay, so it sounds silly, but the the official Albertsons title of sous chef, because um, <laughs> these types of grocery stores do have that. But basically, I started as just washing dishes um, until got enough like experience in there. And I think that they trusted that I wasn't some weirdo and was like, okay, now you can cut vegetables and prep the soup and do that kind of stuff. So um, it's still not a lot of the actual like head of the kitchen, like, you know, making everything sort of thing. But it's mostly just prepping all of the ingredients that will then go into most of the cooking. This being small town USA, uh, yeah, uh, more accurately, it was, there's, like, two head chefs for all the shifts, and, uh, as far as sous chef goes, you may have interpreted it as, oh, you know, I was just passing the vibe check, uh, but in reality, um, they caught the last sous chef just pissing out the back door, uh, n- like not on break, just went and pissed on the wall in the back door. Didn't run to the bathroom. Love it. That's a thing that happens in small towns. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> speaking from personal experience of catching that person, super uh, scary. Yeah, it's great. You definitely want so that. They got rid of them now. and were like, "Oh, yeah, you were taking this seriously." And they were like, "Okay, this person." Um, at which point you started to be uh probably. A little overworked. Uh, you know, there's only like three or four sous chefs for the entirety of the week on day and night shift. Um, yeah, so you're preparing this potato salad, listening to your podcast. Uh, do you do a lot of front-facing work dealing with the customers? Um, oh, dear. I don't know if that came through on 
my computer or not in the record, the uh, Windows update sound just came in like a... Oh, like a demon. Fucking steamroller. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I just saw it spike on there, so I don't know if I got a good take on that. You can re- just... Oh, re- well, fuck it. It's stated. No, fuck. Okay. We're, we're not redoing this. Okay, that's fine. That's I great. don't redo lines. That's this fine. Is what you get. Okay, all right, that's fine. <laughs> I'll talk about the retail. Um, so, dishwashing, although was nothing like what I wanted to do. I wanted to work with food, not wash food off of things. Um didn't really come with interacting with any customers. But one of the things that kind of got umbrellaed in with being a sous chef, because as you said, we're overworked, not when people work at the Salbertsons, is to also bring the food out and place it in the areas. And also, you know how a lot of grocery stores have like a little hot bar where they're like, here's where you can just like pick up some wings that we just like put a bunch of wings in here and then or like here's a salad bar you make yourself a little salad like four ingredients or whatever so i'm also in charge of making sure that stuff is staying at the correct temperature and refilling it when it's gone and stuff like that so in the process of doing those things um the customers are unfortunately present and will often complain about um, there's no more food left of this, you know, this stuff isn't packaged correctly, this didn't taste good, you know, I, this is, you know, all, all that lovely, lovely stuff. Oh, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, so you're sitting there with the podcast in, uh, go ahead, if this is d and I'd say roll me a perception check, I don't fucking remember what it is so i should have led with this off the top actually hey we're playing delta green it's okay you <laughs> can add that. that about half an hour in you can add that in we're the non-existent green. intro yeah <laughs> yeah it'll definitely be in the intro that i'm not doing um uh oh alertness duh yeah that there alertness i got there eventually my dumbass started in U and went backwards to A. I don't have an explanation for that. <laughs> okay. So I have rolled a 47%. It says failure. 47%. And I don't like that very much. Yeah. The podcast uh, is too so loud. You're just going to... <laughs> yes. Uh, you already know what's coming for you. <clears throat> um, and as you are just cutting up these potatoes in back uh, and getting ready to make this potato salad, uh, after all, it is the fall season. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving. Potato salad is a normal part of that, I suppose. Uh, you are about to start mashing it all together and make the salad. I don't know how you make potato salad. Is that obvious? Um, When someone rips the headphone out of your ear. The greatest sin ever committed. (laughs) You see your manager there uh, who, who just says, that customer's been trying to get your attention. You know not to listen too loudly. Well, my apologies. I was cutting my potatoes, and there are other employees around. I was hoping, you know, they would pick it up, but I will be glad to stop my cutting of my potatoes and go see what horrors await me there. Yeah, as you <laughs> do you say that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just kind of give you like. What are they going to do? Like- Fire me? It's an Albertson. No, they give you the over overly <laughs> playful, like uh, you know, shoulder punch thing of like, oh, you. Um, as you uh, walk over to uh, deal uh, with this man, he is about five uh, ten, um, very lanky until you get to like the stomach where it's like, oh, that's all of his size. Um, and he turns to look at you, uh, balding, but trying to keep up a facade of hair, uh, 
says, I just saw those teenagers just picking off of the salad bar and eating it and walking away. Um, I'm sorry to break it to you, sir, but teenagers are the worst. And thank you for informing me. I will, uh, I'll replace that lettuce right away. Just make sure that you don't take any before I do. Well, I don't actually want any. You just need to be on top of that. Mm. We can't have this riffraff taking food. Uh, sir, would you like to apply for the lettuce security guard position? Because I think there's an opening. Oh, you do not make fun of me. I'm just saying. I am a customer here. I was going to spend money here. But you know what? You could all go under. And he storms off. Still an opening for the lettuce security guard position. Yeah, it's a sad fact that you did have a salad bar guard at one point, but... It was before my time. I never met the man. He, no. he left under mysterious circumstances. Yes. Technically, st- still on hire. Mm. Uh <laughs> Yeah, still, still on the payroll. Uh, never scheduled for anything, though. Hmm. He will return <laughs> one day. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and as you go and turn back around, and you're about to put the headphone back in your ear, I assume, to get back to your food, uh, the manager stops you and says, Hey, I'm so sorry. Uh, but... So... Maria's out sick. Uh, she just called in. Um, mm-hmm. I know you've been here yeah. since eight. Um, but we need someone to cover the night shift. Fine. Uh, thanks. I mean, thank you for stepping up. We're all family here, and we work together. And I really appreciate that. That's fine. And then he just turns off, doesn't wait for you to respond either. <laughs> and walks away. I have so many potatoes to cut. Yeah. (laughs) So many potatoes to cut. Uh, As you are sitting there, standing there, of course they don't give you a chair. Mm -mm. They would never allow you to sit. What Um, what kind of place do you think this is? Trader Joe's? (laughs) Right? Uh, We're going to pull back out and go up to a camp. That is currently being taken down by uh, one Nick and James. I believe I gave the person the name James. Yes. Yes. I hope. Yep. Cool. Don't. James Horseman. <laughs> if I did it, just the horseman. Play it. Yes. James the Horseman. Yes. Um, yeah. Part of why he decided to come up was to uh, actually he'll 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 uh, tell you himself. Uh, because you just pull into park, uh, and you see James there, uh, with his truck, um, has, uh, some, uh, a shovel and, and, uh, some buckets. And he says, well, hey there. Hey, James, how's it going? Uh, you know, I'm, I figure I, I have a little garden back home i think i i showed you some pictures and he immediately starts pulling out his phone to show you his garden again it's super basic bitch stuff um tomatoes mint you know nothing this is also probably like the second or third time that he showed me so i'm just like nodding along like oh yeah man this is a this is a great garden it's looking really great he does about this garden what people do about baby pictures so you you're lowballing at second or third time this is probably in the last week, two to three times a day, of being like, "Yeah, this tomato's coming in real, real good," uh, and, and this, to- like, look at how large this tomato plant is. It's it's about it's taller than I am. He says that he's like five foot four, so it's tall, but it's not like you know crazy, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Obviously, he's exaggerating a little bit. It goes, like, to his chin in the picture. But uh, he's like, 
So I figure uh, I could gather up some of the uh, manure and, and make some uh, compost with it yeah, for, there's, for, for next year's. There's also, we had that big, like, decapitation ceremony at the end of camp. So there's, like, a bunch of pumpkin heads that were chopped off mannequins. So you probably put the pumpkins in the compost, too. If you took the seeds out, you'd be fine. That's a, that's a real good idea. I might take out those seeds and just start growing some pumpkins, too. I, I have a little bit more space, you can see right here. And, like, he points out, like, the tiniest patch that definitely wouldn't allow for any type of gourd to be grown there. That he's like, yeah, I could put some pumpkins there, fill out the space a little bit more, don't you think? James, I think that is a wonderful idea. It's going to grow great there. Oh, shucks, thank you. Uh... So, uh, what what are you doing out here? Uh, I know we still have some more... Uh, we do have to take care of the decapitation ceremonies. We have to uh, make sure that all of the, you know, swords and such are, are accounted for and not lost in the woods or whatever. Yeah, just the same as usually as we usually do. Um, but yeah, I just figured I'd wrap up the last little bits here um, before I have to go find a winter job uh what what are you thinking of uh looking for and you guys start to walk off into uh the woods as he makes conversation because as much as he is very passionate about his garden and his horses he's a generally nice guy he he asks you about you know how uh he doesn't remember the name of your girlfriend he he says uh uh Sarah? How's Sarah doing? But he's in the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I probably yeah. don't correct him. I'm like, oh, because I, I know he means well. I'm like, she's she's doing great. She's off to see her family now. Um, she'll be gone for about a week or two. Um, but yeah, she's doing wonderful. We're great. We're doing great. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, when you pop in the question. Ah, uh, James, I, I don't know about all that. We got couple more years i think at least but uh i think it'll probably go that way one day oh well you know back in my day people did it after six months of, of talking he says back in his day he's like 23 <laughs> james i'm i'm older than you what do you mean back in your yeah. day well you know like like how how our parents used to used to do it so back in your parents day Well, sure. What kind of tomatoes were you growing, James? <laughs> oh, no, don't ask me that. I don't know about gardening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he answers that with really good information that <laughs> I definitely know and wouldn't have to Google. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and as you uh, walk through and uh, go to collect... Um, First order of business, of course, is to take a head count of all the equipment that was taken out. Uh, generally, you try to do that return on the day of, but with the Halloween one, since it goes so late into the night, usually that gets pushed off and inevitably it ends up on the people who are there on the last day of cleaning up to actually track down everything. As it always um, does. Yeah. People write that down in their work logs of being like, oh, we looked for it, you know. Mm -hmm. They didn't. You know. You've been on, I don't know if you've been on the other side of that, but you've been on the days where those people have worked. Mm -hmm. And they, they just enjoy their time in the woods, not really looking for the equipment that's lost. Um, and so as you take a head count, um, there are a few of the foam swords that are lost, um, what other equipment were you guys using? I think we had some foam swords. Um, not in the main portion of camp, but there is like kind of a side portion where some of like the older campers stay. And since it's, you know, Sleepy Hollow, Headless Horseman, I think they did attempt to build like a guillotine, but I don't know that they ever actually like got it there. So I'm going to have to clean up the attempts to build that guillotine. Um and then just general camp stuff, get the canoes away, all the paddles, the life jackets accounted right. for, all the classic stuff. Uh, so 
in that case, um, what would your typical order of operations be? Would you take down that equipment first? Or put away the canoes and the stuff you have an actual tally for? Um, I think I'd tally up the, the typical stuff first. Make sure all of the the year-to-year, everything that my manager is going to expect is done. Because my manager probably doesn't even know that some kids attempted to build a guillotine. I don't have to clean that up until everything else is done. Sure. Um, yeah, and so you're uh, cleaning up. It, it takes a... A few hours just to put away all the, like, gather up all the canoes and, and take a tally of the equipment. And uh, as large as the space for this is, uh, for LARP, it is enclosed enough that it's not an insane thing to have to track down, you know, like the, the six foam swords that are gone. But it will take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, you're... You kind of set a dead. How this that typically works is you set a deadline for like okay if it's past this time we just write it off as one of them took it home and lost equipment. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, it starts to sun starts to set a little bit. It starts to be a little bit more of the golden hour with the uh, god be god rays coming through the uh, the trees. Um, and as you are tearing down this guillotine, uh, first give me a check to see how well that goes for you. Uh, Do I get to use demolitions? Are you using demolitions to tear down? Oh, I guess. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't be. I would. I would get a drill and do things the normal way. I wouldn't blow it up. Okay. Um, I mean, you know. Uh, if you said that, no, you're absolutely using, like, the fireworks or whatever you're going to be using. The- no, that's more when the campers are here and they want to see a show. I, uh, I, would, I right. would take it down the, the OSHA-approved way. Yeah. So, would that be... What do you think that'd be? I, I'm partial to craft, but you don't have any in that, which seems weird. I think I'd put it in art. And then put uh, it, like, in parentheses, <laughs> camp arts and oh, crafts. Oh, specifically, specifically crafts related to camp. Yes. Under art, yeah. Okay, that, that makes a lot more sense than, like, craft, which would be, you know... Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, in that case, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll me uh, your your art to, to see if... Uh, to see how that goes. Success. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what what did you get on it? Uh, twenty percent. Twenty percent. Okay. Awesome. Uh, because I will be doing variable. Like, oh, if you do really low, of course you're going to be a lot better at it, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, so I'd say like, as you're taking it down, you're able to appreciate that. For a bunch of teens doing this by themselves, it's, it's pretty decent craft work. Um, you'll have to look up who worked on this because uh, some of them could definitely be a help around the camp. Um, and and you start tearing it down uh, pretty easily. Uh, go ahead and make me an awareness check. As you finish putting it away. Did I say awareness? I meant alertness. Oh, okay. I was like, I do not see awareness. Okay, there we go. Yeah. 31% success. Awesome. Um, Before you notice much of anything, you... Almost blending in with the god rays Mm -hmm. of the sun through the trees... You see flashlights breaking through the uh, tree line, but you're not able to make direct eye contact with it um, or, or like, directly look into it. You just kind of see them flashing as they pass by. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and as you look over, uh, you see a uh, man walking by. Hasn't seemed to notice you. Uh, they are dressed in uh, a polo shirt. Uh, green kind of blends in a little bit. It's like a deep green. Um and and just blue jeans. Uh, you don't recognize them. Uh, the flashlight's coming from them, uh, okay. and you see them just uh, walking through the woods. Is James around me? Would you have asked for his help during the uh, during the crafts of taking down the guillotine? Um, he's definitely been helping me at least with like the kayaks and canoes and hauling them in from the water. So I imagine we probably got stuck on yeah. a conversation as James does. And um, he's probably just not really been helping, but more so standing near me and watching me do all the work. Doing that thing where he wants to help but doesn't know about this particular field exactly. of thing. And so it's kind of like, well, I'll stand here in case you need anything. Yeah. Uh, and so I think I would just yeah. say like, hey, James... Do you know who those people are? Who that guy is? Uh, he'll look over. Uh, no, nah, I don't reckon that I do. Uh, hey! And he starts to walk over. And uh, the person's head twists over and looks at him. Uh, the flashlights... Ha- highlight the silhouette of James and you see him shake a little bit. James or the man in the shirt? James. Okay. James? And the man in the shirt will start to walk towards James. Okay. I think I would get a little bit closer to James because it's weird that he hasn't said this man hasn't said hello or anything like that. So I think I would I'd stand a little bit closer to James, but not be quite shoulder to shoulder. As you begin to approach James, the light from the flashlight will blind your eyes. Um, go ahead and make me. Um, first, tell me what memory you would like to use. Just in the broad sense. Um, I think I would definitely be thinking about a memory from camp. Probably when um, I was first dropped off here and I was, I was terrified of this place. Um, would probably be the one I would use. Okay. Um, you're going to get a bonus because you are at the camp. Uh, question. Would you like to roll or would you like me to? Oh, um, can I roll? Sure. What do I roll? Uh, just the D100 and just tell me what you roll. Oh, wait, you roll. I, I don't know quickly how to do that. Okay, cool. Uh, in which case this will be a secret from you while you're describing the memory. Yeah, please describe the memory. So I'm thinking back to when I was a little boy, maybe about 12 years old at the time. Um, I had just gotten into some trouble at school and this year and, um, My mom responded in kind of a weird way and sent me to summer camp instead of punishing me. But I've never liked camping. There's been a lot of reasons why, but I haven't liked it. And I'm, I'm scared pulling up to camp. Um, and as I pull up to camp, it's unlike anything I expected it to be. There's people everywhere saying hello and goodbye. And there's so many different kids and and everybody's just racing around like they know what they're doing. And I don't know what I'm doing here. My mom said this camp was going to teach me how to use swords And that sounds really cool, but also I'm going to be around a bunch of people with swords who are playing, like, 
scary people and all of that stuff. And I've, I've never been away from my mom before. And, you know, she's taking me into camp and getting me checked in. And um, I just start crying. And I'm, I'm, I'm really, really scared. But the camp counselor approaches me and he tells me, you know, like, this is going to be a ton of fun. This is going to be so much like a great time for you. We have a special sword with your name on it, essentially. And he's pulled out a foam sword and it's a nice foam sword. It doesn't look cheap. It, it, a kid would be excited to carry this around. And I definitely was when I was a kid. Um, and I just felt so excited to, to have something that was special to me that this camp didn't feel so scary anymore. Um, it felt like I would be able to handle things. And as you're recalling this memory, uh, almost faster than you can react, James reaches out to you. You're not, you're lost in this memory and in this blinding light for a split second. So you're not fully aware. So go ahead and give me a dodge roll. Um, but I'm going to say it's at negative 10%. Okay. Um, sorry, just one second. Uh, 97% failure. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, something else to know. So this is this is good news. Um, If you roll the same number twice, so like if it's like a 66, Mm -hmm. if it succeeds, it's a critical critical success. And if it fails, it's a critical fail. 97 is bad, but it's not like critical. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I just want you to keep that in mind. As you feel something reach out to your shoulder as you take four damage. Okay. As you feel where you're uh, right above your elbow, right here, the bone snap and shudder up into your muscle. Ah. In your bicep. And you go... Flying sideways. Like flying off my feet? Yes. I immediately like... James, We are going to cut away from you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, Evie, how you doing? It's your turn. Cool, I've, uh... I've just finished setting up uh, Monday morning's activities, so I'm back on Reddit. Finally getting the response in. In the meantime, while you're setting up the Monday morning activities and um, uh, changing the decorations, obviously the big reason why you're still here, uh, you know, a couple hours have passed. Um, If you couldn't tell, I'm actually doing this in chronological passing it to each other so you were supposed to meet back up around two two passed became three you finished the decorations you did the uh class prep uh and you find yourself back on reddit uh in the meantime the conversation has spiraled away from your initial point that you're going to make and instead um you've had one call out post where the person's like, see, they can't even respond. Like it's been hours and they don't have their sources. And then from there, it kind of spiraled off into its own conversation. Oh, right. Of, of name calling. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, you did your class prep. Uh, what are you planning on for Monday morning? Um, well, we're going to start with, um, potato painting, um, and... You guys are nailing the small town vibe. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and then it's going to be a bubble dance party um, to try and get the last of the Halloween sillies out. Okay. No, that that's that's really cute. Um. Yeah. So. You have the potato- potatoes there with you, or you're gonna go pick some up after? Um, I'm gonna pick some up after because they'd be gross by Monday if I did that today. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. Well, no, no, potatoes last quite a bit in a sack if you wanted. Uh, not if you cut them up beforehand. I was just like, oh, you're pre-cutting them. Yeah, okay. it's like if you're gonna have the the potatoes and you're using them as stamps, you'd need to. Sorry, okay, sorry, <laughs> I don't understand. We're all cutting potatoes. This is not, this is not <laughs> pertinent to yeah, you know, fuck placeholders podcast. This is now the potato cutters podcast. That's, that's <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, James definitely showed uh, <laughs> Nick <laughs> their potatoes. <laughs> no, that, that's actually harder to grow, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what potato painting is. Cool. So I just assumed it was painting on a potato. No. <laughs> okay. It's not pertinent to the podcast. What is potato painting? Um, it, it's just like uh, making stamps, but with a potato. So you just cut like a simple shapes into it. You put the paint in like a flat dish, you dip it in, and then you just stamp pictures on like super, super simple. The adults cut and the kids just go ham with potatoes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that'll do it then. Uh yeah, so you're making uh, a budget to see how many potatoes you'll need and to do the prep work for that. Um, quickly, uh, three o'clock becomes four. The golden hour starts to hit. And it's getting darker out. And as you are preparing to just leave for the day, call it a wash. Um, what are you going to do about Mikey? Um, That's his name, right? Yes. Um, cool. I pull a file out of my bag that I've been keeping. Um, I've made sure to keep track of dates, times, every single incident. Just keep that paperwork growing and growing. And I... Uh, just write a quick um, statement up. You know, this was planned. This is the phone call. This is what he said in his words. Write all that down and just slip it back into back into the file, back into my bag before I start heading out the door. Okay. Um, just making sure you're not going to try to call back that number. This is not the DM nudging you in any specific direction. Sure. To me, it seems like <laughs> something a teacher would do is be like, hey, we were scheduled for this time, yada, 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 and then, you know. Um, I'd say based on track record, I probably wouldn't have called back. Um, okay. By this point in the day, at this point, it is just make as many make as many notes as possible. Try and just stack up that evidence against um, to get to get the ball rolling. Okay. Um, and you head out. Where are you buying your potatoes from? Um. Well, <laughs> there's this handy little grocery store. Um, I've lived here long enough to forget what it's called. I do apologize. Um, Albertsons. Albertsons. Yeah. Or your regional equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> That's the full name. Yeah. Albertsons or regional equivalent. That's on the front of the store. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just shortened for Because freeze. Albertsons, they, they were initially in Albertsons part of the bigger franchise, but then as Albertsons started to do worse, they were like, and we're going to cut from you 
and to make ourselves legally distinct, <laughs> it's Albertsons or the regional equivalent. Yeah, I mean, what happens when you when you get a lawyer on your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, on you know, in in my apartment block, we just call it or um, O R E. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just gonna head head that way. Just go uh, stock up on the way home. All right. Uh, this isn't me just freezing up. This is me trying to remember Arabella's name. Uh, Arabella. You did great. <laughs> I can remember the Jude part. You got it. Um, Arabella, what has your day been like? You've been here since 8 o'clock. It's now around time that you should leave uh, for... It's been potatoes. You're likely to be here until 10 or 11. All day. All, all day. Potatoes. There are so many potatoes that you need to cut to make like 40 servings of potato salad. But I've now, gotten through like my... seven episodes of that podcast. So I think it's going great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, this is very personal to me because, uh, my touchstone for small town country stuff is grown up in Idaho, uh, which is potatoes. So this all feels very real to me. Oh, it's fall. We're, we're doing all the potato stuff. We're doing yeah. all the, you got to yeah. get ready the Thanksgiving side dishes early because people, you never know when people are going to do Friendsgiving you know, as soon as it's November, the casseroles, they start rolling. The potato salad, they come out. So, you know, got to be ready. Yeah. No, um, it's still early November, but the reason you've had to be so focused on potatoes is almost as soon as you put it out there, potato salad's all bought up. She's gone. Yeah, it's gone. <clears throat> uh, and so... Yeah, you've been uh, working your day away just listening to the podcast. Um, there was a little bit of a of a scuffle you heard um, out in the parking lot, but it never made its way into the building. A um, couple hours ago. Uh, but, you know, that's not your business. You're just back in... You you didn't hear about it until thirty minutes after it happened. It's an Albertson's Everyone else parking has already, lot. Like, filmed it and like yeah, it, it it's it, it's bound to happen. Um, and you uh, yeah, you're sitting there cooking when uh, Meredith, you are now also at the Albertsons. Do your shopping. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be bringing out the. Uh the newly mixed batch of potato salads because I, I pretty much I do I cut a bunch of the potatoes and then I take a break and I mix it all with the mayonnaise and all that shit and then make the, the new bit take it out and then come back you know that kind of routine so yeah um sun has started to go down it's a it's kind of dark outside and you hear both of you in this building. It's hard to tell whether you hear it first or feel the shockwave, but there's a boom off in the distance. And you can feel the store vibrate. I drop all my potato salad. <laughs> Meredith, you were only in there for potatoes. You probably had time to... You're probably in the checkout line as this is happening. Do you drop your potatoes? I do not drop my potatoes, honestly. How, how loud was it? I mean, I have a classroom full of boys to deal with. It's loud enough that you have a faint ringing in your ears. It sounds like an explosion. 
Yeah. Like a bomb just went off. That's My unusual. constitution is a seven. I dropped the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drop the potatoes, but I will sort of clutch them to me like a precious, precious child. And just sort of like frantically look around for the source of this explosion, even though it's quite clearly not in the store. Immediately, people start to panic and rush outside. Um, are you guys following the rush outside, or are you guys staying in the building? Hmm. Um, I think I'm going to probably say fuck the potatoes and walk outside, I think. Okay. I think I'd probably hop up on the checkout conveyor belt to get out of the way of people rushing past. Yes. This is what the question was, is if you were going with the flow, I wouldn't make you roll for it, but if you were trying to stay, you'd have to roll to fight for it, but that's a good idea that you just had, so I'm not going to make you roll for it. <laughs> I'll just go out the, the back door from the kitchen area. Yeah. So you're just going to stay on the conveyor belt? I just want to confirm. Um... Just as long as it takes for like the initial panic to rush past. Does it does it still run while you're on it? I hope not. <laughs> Is it a treadmill now? <laughs> well because it stops when something blocks the front mm. thing. Right? If, like if I have no idea. The light. This was a genuine yeah, question. The light beam. No, so so um the, at the front of the part where you, uh, of the uh, checkout, there's a light sensor there that when it blocks the light sensor, it just stops. Good for you, Albertsons. Um, <laughs> so yeah, don't worry about it. Um, uh, Arabella. Yes. You run outside. And you hear more screaming and explosions going off from above you. And as you look up to see what is causing these explosions, you see planes that were taking off or landing, exploding in the sky, one by one. And as they explode and the debris starts to come down, it seems to fall, fall, and then just stop and hang in the air and kind of drift there. The explosion, the flames still existing in this bubble, not moving, lighting up the sky. And that's where we'll wrap up to, uh, this episode. I don't have an outro. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. Hey! <laughs> <laughs>